0: A kiss on the hand, maybe, quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. A kiss, maybe grand, but it won't pay the rental. Oh, hi! Hi, sorry. Oh my goodness, uh, you caught me. I was singing about diamonds. All right, diamonds. What have diamonds got to do with dimensions of competence? I hear you ask. No, you haven't clicked on the wrong recording. I'm using diamonds as a mnemonic, okay? an idea for you to be able to uh, tack on the dimensions of competence to a picture. So I do want you to be thinking about diamonds, glistening, sparkling, colourful, beautiful, multifaceted. The more cuts on a diamond, the better, the more expensive the better quality your diamond is. So let's move from that visual picture to dimensions of competence. How does it actually work? So dimensions of competency, we're talking about task skills, task management skills, contingency management skills, environment skills, and of course transferable skills we'll finish with today. Dimensions of competence Primarily, task skills have to be the most important. Now, the reason they're the most important is because that, that it is the bread and butter. It is the basic um, of whatever task it is that you're teaching in a qualification or the subject. So the task skill has to be right. Now, skills don't just happen. Skills need planning. So for you as a trainer, you have to be deciding how those skills are going to be learned Underpinning any skill is going to be theory. Now, the theory itself should also be practical or kinesthetic, hands-on, tactile. So let's use, um, I don't know, I'm looking at a keyboard. Uh, Let's use touch typing as an example of our task skill. So you're here for a qualification with me or, you know, a moment of learning, and we're going to be teaching touch typing. Touch typing is the actual skill that we want um, you as a learner to come away with. So, as a trainer, I then start planning my activities, my theoretical activities that are going to uh, lead into and support the actual task skill that's going to be learned. So, I might um, laminate A3 or A4, A5 um, cards with single letters of the alphabet, And I put those out on the activity table and I ask the learners, can you put them into order, please? A to Z, 26 letters, away you go. And so the learners do. I then raise the bar. So we start with, um, it's called scaffolding, right? I, I start with an easy task that everybody's able to do. Then I step up the ante. I say, okay, let's bring it back in what I would like you to do now in three lines, in three rows, I want you to lay out the keyboard. Now, chances are at that point, a lot of learners will come to a grinding halt, Uh, probably myself included, to be honest. Uh, So that's where we start going. Okay, use the PowerPoint. Here's the handout. Here's a a close activity or a gap fill activity about um, completing the rows. Um, it, It may be uh, use of experience. It may be a short video, and we can see the screen um, and and the keyboard on the screen. It may be bringing in um, uh, different um, different languages on a keyboard. And okay, well, um, some some um, detective work and some coding, mm-hmm. for instance. Well, if that means that, then this must be that, and have a bit of a game or a competition, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Look, I'm not teaching you um, delivery techniques. You can go away and uh, do a little bit more of that yourself. But what I am saying is learning as theory needs to be engaging. So the actual task skill is going to be touch typing. But before we get to touch typing, I've got to enthuse, inspire, excite my learner theoretically so they'll want to be touch typing. We move obviously then to the skill, the kinesthetic, hands-on, tactile, hands on the keyboard. So laying out left finger, left, sorry, left um, hand, little finger on the A, ring finger on the S, et cetera, et cetera. And setting your fingers out in a claw-like position on the middle row of your keyboard. And we instruct and then we begin to coach and teach the skill itself. Now, with time will come proficiency and the task skill is learned through multiple facets, multiple uh, touch points of learning where the participant is engaging with the theory and the skill numerous times. I'm then cementing, hopefully, a very solid foundation to be able to build my other dimensions of competence onto. That's why I say task skills are the most important moving to task management skills then is we've sorted the task skills my learner can touch type. Um, i know how to hold my hands properly i know how to use a keyboard yada yada so we go to you are pretending now that you're the manager i want you to go down to the stationery store and i want you to be costing 100 keyboards which of these keyboards will you purchase and why, which may click-clack noises, which are soft to touch, um, or size may be a consideration. Um, uh, numerous uh, management considerations around costing, budgeting. It could be around operational timeframes. Uh, it might be human resources and how many people are to produce uh, a, 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 um, a quantity of resources Through touch typing, okay, we're not throwing the touch typing away, Um, and so management considerations are encouraged in training and through the assessment. Moving to contingency management. Now, one phrase, I'm sure you've heard it already, one phrase to remember contingency management in the dimensions of competence, and that's plan B. That's if all fails, what can we do? How can I uh, how can I write so uh, you know I'm making this up on the fly but touch typing a contingency management of touch typing might be bringing out a typewriter go old school rather than electronic it might be handwriting it could be. Um, It could be laying laying a black felt cloth over the keyboards and encouraging touch typing without cheating and looking at the um, the letters. Um, Contingency management is being able to perform that same task uh, when you can't do it the way that you were first instructed. So that's where it starts to lead into, uh, contingency management starts to lead into um, uh, the, the environment skills or the task um, job role skills. Now, by that I mean, can the same task be done nighttime, daytime, outdoors, indoors, with electricity, without electricity, in a large factory, in a small office, individually, in a team, etc., etc., etc.? You start to hear how the, the the environment might change. So, depending on what it is that you're teaching, Um, This is going to hopefully be um, very well within your current curriculum. So think first aid as an example. If you're teaching first aid, first aid in a crowded train versus first aid on a a half-size mannequin in a training room are two very different environments so just because I can perform CPR um, cardiopulmonary resuscitation on a mannequin in my training environment does that mean that I'll be able to perform the task on a crowded train with the heightened stress and emergency so what does that mean do I get life-size mannequins do I get uh, sound recordings of people screaming and saying hurry up hurry up she's dying or whatever and so adding that um, that Added layer of dimensionality where we're talking sound, smells, um, uh, sight, obviously touch, and using the senses to um, embellish your learning environment. Maybe it's turning the lights off. Maybe it's blindfolding participants with warning and notice so that they can perform that task, etc., um, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So only you will be able to think of um, a full gamut of. Uh, dimensions of how we may introduce the task skills, the task management skills, the contingency management skills and the job environment skills, as I say, for your specific cohort or teaching environment. Now if you're doing all of these four dimensions of competencies well enough, the natural outcome to that will be that your learners can take that initial task and apply it to another topic Altogether, so you know, if we're talking um, uh, keyboard or uh, task skills, then that may be Microsoft versus Apple. That might be um, using an English keyboard versus using an Arabic keyboard, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, where the letters start to change. Um, the idea around um, transferable skills is taking the initial competence and putting it into another area of life. So as a quick little personal example, I won't dwell on this too much, but um, I, I'm a chef by trade. Obviously, I learned to cook. I learned using pots and pans and knives and ve- vegetables, etc. cetera. Um, task skills, 101. Moving that into task management skills where I was cost I was ordering. I was budgeting. I was um, employing staff. How many people needed for a function, etc. Moving to contingency management skills, and that's cooking in a hotel versus catering on a uh, on a farm for a wedding. Um, am I going to be able to put out the same output when I don't have gas um, piped in onto my stove range, where I don't have um, you know, three ovens, I've only got the one barbecue, et cetera, et cetera. And the job environment skills, again, attach to that same consideration where we're thinking, okay, daytime, nighttime, on-site or off-site, uh, with gas or with electricity, with 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 a, a large kitchen brigade or just a few of us, are we able to output in the same way? Now, there's my four dimensions of competence, but what about transferable skills? Well, I ended up as an earthquake reconstruction project manager where effectively I was cooking with cement, cooking with bricks, cooking not with vegetables, but with bricks and sand and water, not frying pans, but utes and trucks and wheelbarrows. And these were transferable skills from a management point of view and considering a a kitchen and the task skills involved in that. Versus a building site, there were obvious transferable skills for competence and success. So dimensions of competency, I trust your task skills, your task management skills, your contingency management skills, your job environment skills and your transferable skills will be considerations in your curriculum development or your session plans so that your learners can benefit from that. I wish you all the best as you look at dimensions of competency. Diamonds are not just a girl's best friend.